When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God, here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the rock and roll Hall of Fame. Live edition for the very first time, recording live in front of an audience at the Frolic Cabaret at the Hilarities Comedy Club in Cleveland, Ohio, on induction eve, the night before the big Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Oh, boy. You can feel... The excitement, the energy is thick in the air. My name is Joe Quazala. I know too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. With me, as always, in person, in front of all of you, Kristen Stutter, the skeptic, the voice of the people. Hi, Kristen. Hello, everybody. Wow. Wow. After all these years, here we are. Who knew we could get away with doing this live? I, I'm in shock that we're still doing this. <laughs> Let alone, uh, yeah, now that we're making people pay a ticket fee yeah. <laughs> to a, see it. it. I got a notification from three years ago on Facebook <gasps> today, and it, our, our guest was Michael Cronin mm, five years musician, ago, yeah. uh, three years ago. Yeah. Who did we talk about? with him? MC5. Michael Cronin, MC. <gasps> yeah. Did you see I remembered, too? <laughs> I feel, so it feels good. We should, we should ask, we do a little oh uh, informal poll of the audience. We had Kristen's uh, forgetfulness on display, which is a running theme in the show. I have to know, uh, is anyone here, and this we'll do round of applause to, to measure this, is anyone here completely unfamiliar with our podcast? All okay, right, so got a some smattering. People. Welcome <laughs> to the rest of your life. <laughs> uh, we'll have you hooked. Now, I'll, I'll, just for fun, on the flip side, who here is familiar with Who Cares About the Rock Hall, the podcast? Yeah. All right, yeah. The Hall Heads. I've been trying to come up with, do we, did we ever come up with a name for the, no. the people who listen to our you podcast? You seem to like Hall Heads, which I don't, is it's bad. just what comes out first. <laughs> it's not good, it's mm -mm. just what's better. True. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I certainly am coming up with nothing. Yeah, well, I think I said who cares it. bears once. <laughs> that's not terrible. It is. But my my it little is. and it's cute too. Like there they are, my little who cares bears. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, no, so no, cute. no, 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 um, no, no, no. Yeah, but so for there are some people here who do not kind of know what's going on here. Uh, with our dynamics. So we've been doing a podcast for over three years. It's about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is, you know, we veer from the subject, but that is kind of the, the place where it starts. The reason we started it is because somehow I wound up as a man who knows everything about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And uh, Kristen... Is his friend. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I... I care about music. I don't like institutions as a rule. I think that they are problematic mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. in general. And uh, this one, more than many others, or just as much as many Probably others. Probably just as much. Just as much. But, yeah, uh, yeah so the, the journey of this show has been for me to get Kristen to care. And, you know, I don't even know that I was necessarily aiming to have you become knowledgeable about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to announce that Kristen is without a doubt out, probably in the top five of the leading rock hall experts in the world so by how, default like she didn't want it against my will i i have absorbed knowledge uh about this institution i could tell you a lot of stuff and i you know and when you consider how much of that i've forgotten it's still mm -hmm. i know a lot kristen can you name all the inductees this year yeah all right uh the go-go's Number uh, one with a bullet. Tina Turner. <laughs> My girl. This is going to be funny because there's a lot of them and people are <laughs> yeah, choosing to yeah, applaud exactly. after every single one. Uh, uh, Todd Rundgren. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. 
<laughs> he won't show. He won't he's show up. He's not coming. He's, he's not, not showing here. up. If you're not here, you get jeered. It's, yeah, <laughs> I like it. I'm jeering for that uh, pun as well. Um, Carol King. Yay. My queen. Um. Uh. Oh gosh, Jay Z. Yeah. And there's one more. Oh. The Foo Fighters. Of course. Your headliners, <laughs> the Foo Fighters. Your headliners, the Foo Fighters. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. You know, I've seen so much Rock Hall, like, stuff around town, you know, obviously, because it's induction week, and it's Cleveland, and it's a big deal. But I've seen people, like, stopping to take pictures with it and stuff. I mm-hmm. have stopped and taken pictures of... Oh, my God. Yeah. I got caught at the airport by someone who was, like, accidentally in my picture, and she was like, oh, so sorry. I was like, how do I explain that I don't... I don't really like it. I don't really it's like not- it. It is for it my was, I was tricked. I had this pocket. A friend of mine tricked me. <laughs> she. It's all I, a big ruse. I That's could, why. It's ironic. I couldn't get it all out before she walked away thinking, like, that girl's a Ooh, hall likes, head. Yeah. <laughs> She's a real hall head. Uh, can you, and this is going deeper, can you name the seven side uh, category inductees? Uh, LL Cool J. Very good. Craftwork. Mm-hmm. Clarence Avant. Yes. Um, ooh, Charlie Patton. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm actually visualizing the sign that I took a picture of in the <laughs> airport. Um, uh, uh, there's more people there. Oh, uh, Randy Rhodes. Good. And um, then the other type of people are people who were, they are musicians. Very they, good. <laughs> they play music. They do not sing <laughs> they're not a band they're men correct i'm assuming you've got i think you're missing two men two if men if i'm doing the tally in my head correctly you know it won't be the first time uh what what about them is one is one is an early influence but it's it's pushing the the categories uh oh no oh gil scott Heron. there you go uh-huh and i believe there's a musical excellence who someone who like really uh, epitomizes to me the musical excellence category in a very uh, good way. A great. Every, everybody in the room knows the room except is like, me. Uh-huh. This is what it's like to listen to the show and listen to me like work to get there. Yeah. And everyone in their car we're, is we're, like, we're getting it's to, this person. We're <laughs> experiencing what people do when they listen to the show. They're uh, like, yeah, yeah. They're no, like, Kristen, they're like I would have gotten it. Um, uh, oh, okay, wait. Uh, they, ex- they exemplify musical excellence. So what, what might that mean? They are a producer no. and a musician. They're a musician. And oh, what? they're a sideman. There you go. They are a... Oh, Billy Preston. Yeah, we did it. Thank you. My friend in the front row started making keyboard motions. <laughs> Thank you. And Very I was helpful. like, I friggin' got it. Thank Very you. Helpful. This is This is my... Uh, this is my ace in the front row. And so, yeah, I, so I think that gives you an idea. Kristen, she knows this stuff, but it's going to take some time. Yep. Take it out of, out of the brain. Look, I have, I'm making room for other more important things. And then I, I, I'm trying I'm to not. think like, okay, we've kind of demonstrated what you're about. <laughs> Do you want to, all right, a, a, a year in the past 20 oh, yeah. years? Yeah. Oh, wait, you know what? Let's let's ask someone from the audience to pick a year so from the past. So I just want to throw it, uh, one year from the past 20 years. 1920? From the past 20 years? Uh, oh, no, that came from the back and it's good because <laughs> yeah. we can't see you. Let, just out of, just, to, uh, I, I heard, I heard 2006. Yes. Uh, Leonard Skinner, Black Sabbath, Miles Davis, Blondie, and the uh, Sex Pistols, and uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Five from 2006. I don't even yeah. think we need to check your work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody here, we'll just take you on. So on that, that is my curse. Um, I have all of that in my brain at all times. He could also probably tell you who inducted most of those people as well, and probably at least one of the songs that they played or something about the ceremony. I could. Uh, I mean, do we need to dwell? Uh Oh, no, absolutely (laughs) not. I'm just saying the depth of knowledge is not just who got in. It's Yeah, it it, it definitely goes deeper. It goes deeper. um, But this is is so exciting to be here in, in Cleveland to... Go to a ceremony. There was supposed to be a ceremony here last year, as you guys might know, and then something happened, and there had to be a, a virtual ceremony. But it's so it's and been it's a, totally over, and everything is mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, now, now here we are. We're coming from California. It's so <laughs> exciting to be here in Ohio, where COVID doesn't exist. That's yep, really cool. It's, it's pretty awesome. It felt awesome <laughs> taking, my, taking my mask <laughs> off. Just, we are seeing a lot of raw faces all yeah. around town, and uh, that mm-hmm. that's our. I guess that's that's. 
we're gonna be fine. It's very cool, but it, yeah, it's been it's been a very long time because uh, the last ceremony we went to was the last ceremony in March of 2019 was the last time that there was a ceremony. Wow. So we're we're going a year and a half plus without a ceremony. It's exciting. I don't think I've said this on the podcast yet. I bought 11 tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've revealed that yet, but I bought 11, and I feel like I should explain myself. The tickets went on sale immediately, uh, day of, and I was like, we got, I got to grab two. I'm afraid they're going to sell out. I'm going to be screwed. You know how it is. People just watching the hall website for when those tickets go on sale. Kristen, the people you are talking know, to are the people who it. did that. No, your audience. <laughs> the people in this audience are the ones who are like, it, like it, me. It really might sell out. Anyway, so I nabbed two tickets pretty pretty fast, and I was like, good. They were not good tickets, but I wanted to have the peace of mind that we would be able to get in. And then, later on, uh, I'm talking to my lovely girlfriend. She's like, I would like to go. And I was like, okay, that's great. We only bought two tickets. And I went back to the site. There's some more. You can't buy three, but you can buy four. It was in twos and fours. So I was like, all right, well, I'll buy four together. That's great. So now I have six. And then I told Kristen, we have an extra ticket. So I've got, you know, you and me and my girlfriend, and then we'll just have a fourth uh, person. And then without consulting, we both invited somebody. (laughs) So now we need five tickets. And so I find five tickets that are, like, a little bit better, and I'm like, I can justify buying these five tickets together, and that takes us to 11 tickets. 11. And now, the, at the end of tonight, we're going to auction off the six remaining tickets, <laughs> and we're gonna uh, we're gonna see who wants some of the worst seats in the house. <laughs> just up there, just really, just back behind obstructed. the jerseys, absolutely obstructed. No, Joe did get. I was able to unload the tickets, uh, and to he my didn't even try to turn a profit. Mm-mm. What a guy! I I I. I Shook my head in the face of capitalism, and I said, "This is the rock hall, the the rock hall that sells <laughs> yeah, the least the seats, capitalist institution seats for ten thousand dollars at the table. They wouldn't like the capitalistic view of selling your tickets at a at a profit." Um, Kristen, yes. Do you know what month it is? Oh God, no! It's it, oh, we're still in October. We are. Uh, and, and for those of you who maybe aren't familiar, we do a bad, we've been doing bad pun theme months since the announcement of the inductions all the way up here. We had early inf- June lints, which was celebrating the early influence categories in June. We had Foo Lie, which was celebrating the Foo Fighters in July. For five whole weeks. And that was a, yeah, a five-week month, which was particularly fun. Uh, we had Doc Gist, where we went through all the uh, documentaries that the, some of the inductees are featured in this year. Um, and then we had Muse September Excellence, which was my personal favorite, where we went through the musical excellence category in September. And now here we are at what I call Toddtober, what Kristen calls Octodber. Whatever you celebrate, uh, we hope you we hope Mazel you have a, exactly. We uh, hope you have a great one, however you choose to celebrate. And uh, we stopped our Todd coverage pretty early to pivot to induction coverage, but because it's still Toddtober, oh, no. I think in the spirit of two a record two Todds being inducted this year, that is the obvious Todd Rundgren, but also LL Cool J, who his friends. Call Todd, James Todd Smith. Uh, I would like to play a little game, Kristen. Oh, okay. Let's play a little game. And am I the am yes, I the contestant? You are the contestant, okay. Kristen. Cool. This is a little game called Todd versus Todd. And what I'll be doing is I'll be uh, I'll be uh, reciting a lyric okay. from a song, and oh, you God. will have to tell me <laughs> if it's Todd Rundgren or if it's James Todd Smith, aka LL Cool J. Okay. You ready for it? I think so. Okay. I think now, this is going to, in the end, embarrass me in a way that I, I just can feel it. And I, know, and I know we're in front of a, a crowd of experts. So if you can hold back, please do not help Kristen with My this. My piano guy is going to help me out. Yeah, on the sly <laughs> with some. Yeah. Uh, but I let, let Kristen work through this if you guys can help it. <laughs> All right, if Kristen. If you can stand it. I'll start with what I think is, is relatively easy. Mm-hmm. Here's the line. Think of me, you know that I'd be with you if I could. Oh, that's Todd Rundgren. Very good. You know what song that is? Yeah, Hello, It's Me. Hello, It's Me. Great. We're starting starting easy. Yeah. She's doing all right. She's doing all right. 
All right, this one might stump you. It's our first time together, and I'm feeling kind of horny. Conventional <laughs> methods of making love kind of bore me. Now, whom? It's a real, oh, gosh. LL Cool J? That's very, that's very correct, okay. yes. LL Cool J, you know what song that is? That is Doing It. Doing It, great. All right. Not to be confused with Todd Rundgren's Doing It. Yeah, which is very different. Um, all right, they're going to they're gonna start to get harder, though. Kool-Aid smile on your face, popping a bottle like you had an orgasm and you hit the lotto. That sounds like some Todd Rundgren-ass 70s drugs stuff. Am I right? That is from a song called Come and Party With Me by LL Cool J. Dang. Dang. Because, I mean, it was close. Say that line again. Kool-Aid smile on your face, popping a bottle. Like you had an orgasm and you hit the lotto. I mean, it really does. That could you put a little. Yeah, key, Todd. Todd's always saying about popping bottles, right? Well, he. I just he does seem like he would talk about orgasms and Kool Aid. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you're two for three so far. This isn't going great. Hair the first like two were so easy too. Yeah. Okay. All right, but it's gonna get harder. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. All right. Hair like Brillo, cutting up my pillow, got him saying hello, naked in a tub of jello. You might want me to do that again. Hair like Brillo, cutting up my pillow, got him saying hello, naked in a tub of jello. Now that's also some wild 70s party stuff. And and I have been burned by that before, and yet I persist. I, I, I Is it Todd? Please be Todd. You're guessing Todd, Todd, you're guessing Todd Rundgren. That is the song Fatty Girls by God LL damn Cool it. J. <laughs> Clearly unfamiliar with LL's early catalog. And maybe unfamiliar with Todd Rundgren. Yeah, oh, completely. <laughs> Literally, no, I know the songs. I know Hello, It's Me, and I know um, Bang the Drum, and mm -hmm. uh, some, like, I've you listened to yeah. something, anything yeah. through a few times, but never close. Never done a close listen. Fair enough, fair enough. Clearly. Also, he has like a bunch of weird albums he does too, and that's why. And I have not even gone near them. You, yeah, you you may think he's getting weirder than he ever actually got. They have weird names. It's true, like acapella. <gasps> All right. Like about a hermit and a wizard and that's stuff. That's true. Yeah, you it's, know, it's fantastical. It's fantastical, and maybe he's less horny than I thought. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I think, think it's I more thought, fantastical. I think I thought Todd was maybe like some like horny party '70s swinging songs. And you're like, hmm, a wizard, a true Make, star, naked in a tub of Jello. <laughs> Could be. You know what I'm saying? Could be. Also, you're. I also have to learn to um, suss your your hip hop delivery. <laughs> Yeah, that might be what's throwing you off. Uh, all right. You ready for it? Yeah, sure. They're getting harder. <laughs> okay. I keep the ass popping like the locks on a Benz. <laughs> after the after party, we'll be getting it in. You know, they the the mer locks were popping. <laughs> you probably need me to read it again. Yeah, no, you? it's, so uh, it's LL Cool J. From the song Like a Radio, that is indeed LL Cool yeah. J. Someone figured out the bit. Is. Someone figured out the bit way too late. Nope. That's not what I do. Not me. Thematically appropriate. Could never. Given that it's almost it's Halloween. October. If I'm getting pranked in this show multiple times, I'll be pretty mad. If, for those who don't know, and you can cut this, I don't know if you're going to, are you going to edit this at all? I don't think I'm editing this <laughs> oh, episode. No, sorry. <laughs> Raw, uncut. Ew. For the first time. Um, uh, Joe once pranked me in the first season of our show in October, and I, I, it took me a very long time to realize I was being pranked because yeah. I didn't know to look for a prank. Well, usually people and who are pranked aren't. And now I'm looking aren't. too much for uh, that. <laughs> usually that's kind of the point is that it's unsuspecting. You're right. Next time I prank you, I should go, Kristen, a prank cometh. <laughs> and then, then you'll be able to figure it out. We'll see. The prank was, I was like, here are, the, here are the nominees. It's Smashing Pumpkins and the Zombies and Oingo Boingo. And uh, See, the people are Bobby Boris Pickett and Edgar Winter, but only for Frankenstein. I also and want <laughs> you to know that I was literally, I, we'd been doing the show for how long? 
like yeah, not long. three months not long. maybe and i was like i don't know the hall is stupid it could be doing anything <laughs> sure they could put bobby boris pickett in because he started with the least yeah because uh, I, I was egregious. like give her a chance to like believe it and then we'll work our way up to the and craziest at a certain ones. point i was going this is ridiculous he's like and th- it almost I... is isn't it <laughs> he like started to run out of people to yeah like... i panicked because because she was she still believed when i got to the monster mash and so There's what do you do at that category. point you never know so then i i just started playing this is halloween and i was like it's the new uh, theme song for the rock hall and you're like wow Interesting. That is a bad impression of me in all the ways that I'll let the audience decide. (laughs) You're giving a bad impression of me and you're doing a bad impression of me. (laughs) All right, hit me. Okay, this is the last one. And they get harder and harder. And I will say, I think I will, if I I finish out on on top, do not call it a comeback. Ooh. Ooh. All right, you ready for it? Mm Mm-hmm. Hello, it's me. Is there like a skit on an LL Cool J album where he answers the phone? No, uh, it's Todd. That's Todd. All right. I think she did pretty good, but should have done better, <laughs> given that this was all mostly a joke game and not meant to, I thought you were not meant to lose any. he'd done a good job. Like that he had really, no, he got me in a different way. That's fine. Okay, so one of the things that we've been doing on the show recently is we've been talking a lot about what to expect at this induction ceremony, what we would like to see, you know, who, you know, who would be a fun surprise, what songs should they play, and we've done that pretty thoroughly we at really this have. point. We've had many weeks. <laughs> yeah, of, and, yeah, and months of just kind of thinking about it and, you know, making our predictions. Now that we're here at a live show... I say, let's orient it uh, in a way that's a little more fun. Let's talk about what are the absolute worst possible scenarios with these inductions. Let's go through what are the songs they absolutely should not play and who would be the worst possible inductors. We down for something like that, guys? All right. So why don't we start off with Carol King. Now... Uh, would you like to start with yours, or do you want me to well, lead sure. off? Well, I can begin with, uh, I can start with Carol King, actually, is the first thing on my list. I will also say I didn't really, uh, Joe told me about what we were going to be doing uh, last night, um, and I got to Cleveland last night, uh, and I've been, uh, you know, doing things and uh, enjoying hanging out with my sister. So mm-hmm. uh, my preparation level as will surprise very few people who listen to the show, uh, is low. It's low. I might be winging some of it, but... um, And perhaps we didn't uh, approach this uh, uh, activity remotely in any similar of a fashion, oh, but we'll find out. Very likely, very we'll likely out. if anything uh, of these last challenges have shown me. Um, and so I was researching, like, what would be the worst songs for them, for the... each artist to play i did do research on that and then as far as their inductees i have i have some thoughts the people who should induct them but um i was looking for like what's considered the worst carol king song of all time Mm -hmm. and i was doing you know a quick google uh two hours before the show (laughs) and uh i came across there is a website called return of rock it is just a person giving their opinions about uh, rock songs. Joe, did you, did you come across no, this in your research? I, I did not, but you are uh, about to take their opinions. Is that what I'm getting at? Well, no, no, <laughs> no. Someone just do for your this, homework for you? No, just for this one, okay. the, the Carol King part. So they had, they said, uh, this is a ranking of all Carol King Every songs. Every single one, exhausted. And it's not, it's 20 songs. Oh, God, so you, got, you picked the 20th best <laughs> Carol so, King song. And songs. so they, but no, their, yes. their <laughs> review of what each song was is just like a personal how they feel about the song. And I've just chosen a few of their opinions because their 20th, like the, the one that they think is the worst of their top 20 Carol King song, they said is way over yonder. And this is their review. Of, of what they think is the worst of the top 20. If I could give it a thousand stars, I would. <laughs> the lyrics of this song are so beautiful and meaningful. Whatever happened to this kind of musical genius? <laughs> Which is like also a very classic like boomer YouTube comment to put yes. on a music video is very yes. like, remember when music was music? Now this is music. That is, I found like, yeah, you'll watch, you'll like pull up a James Taylor song on YouTube and underneath it'll be like, this is when music was music. I used to listen to this with my grandmother. She died in a fire with my daughter. <laughs> it's always, it's really... 
Next time you look at the comments on YouTube, see how dark it gets, because it gets dark fast. Um, and then and then I was like, okay, so the the worst song is they'd give it a thousand stars. Uh, and then I was reading down number 17 on their list was Smackwater Jack, and they wrote, great beat slash music is why I like the song. It is a sad commentary that people want someone to pay. But I don't agree with the politics... I don't agree with the politics of this song. I just like it because it is a good sound. Oh, Jesus, okay. That was their review of a song about like a man committing murder, going on the run, and then a <laughs> sheriff uh, out to get him also committing it's murder. It's got a funky swing to it. <laughs> I don't agree with the politics of the song. I'm just here for the good sound. And then the number one song that they chose... And I mean, the review of this is very good. The number one song that they chose for Carol King's best song was It's Too Late. Sure. And they said, classic King, without a <laughs> doubt, one of her all-time greatest songs and personally one of my favorites. If you have not heard Carol King and love chick love songs... What? Check out this song album. Check out this song album and the Tapestry album. Imagine getting to the bottom of that list and being like... Oh, Tapestry, huh? That's interesting. I'll have to check huh. that out. Oh, 15 of the 20 songs on this list are from this one album? Mm, interesting. Well, uh, um, can, can I reveal the song that I think would be the worst one for her to sing? Yes. Um, it's from her ninth album, which is 1978's Welcome Home. It's a song she wrote with six co-writers, and it's called Disco Tech, and it is two words, Disco Space, capital T-E-C-H. It is about a school, like a university. Oh, I'm like, in. Like Texas Tech, except it's for disco. And it's called Disco Tech. Six co-writers for this song. What happens in the song? Is it You can about meet the dean of Boogaloo. Yes. He's going to get down and boogie with you at Disco Tech. Let me be your teacher, Disco Tech. Why don't you take home a diploma? From Discotheque, six co-writers. A diploma. I really thought they were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you, your disco, uh, a disco ball is your diploma or something. No, there's really, the metaphor falls apart pretty fast. Uh, <laughs> it's just like you get a diploma and you go to school at Discotheque. To me, <laughs> Discotheque sounds like a like late 70s kind of uh, movie. Like, um, what's that roller skating movie with a, uh, Xanadu. Xanadu. It sounds yeah. like a Xanadu type movie. <laughs> like a late 70s, early 80s, like like kind of low budget movie about teens going to discotheque. Yeah. It's yeah. like the it's like the Forget opposite. it mom and dad. I'm going to college at discotheque. It's like and the opposite of rock and roll high school. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, he goes to rock and roll high school and I go to discotheque. It'll never work. <laughs> it's like a grease you know, I think it could happen. I this makes me. I think that sounds like a great song, and I hope I hope she plays it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she bring. I hope in, I hope instead yeah. of rolling out with a piano, she rolls out with a ro synthesizer. Ro on a guitar on roller skates yes. takes us all. Teaches a lesson at discotheque. Yeah. Um, and because we're talking about higher education, the worst inductor I picked was uh, someone who once taught mathematics at the University of California, Berkeley, Unabomber Ted Kaczynski. Oh, that, I think that'd be a pretty bad okay, one. And, uh, and I think that'd be pretty bad. Uh, completely unrelated. I just, I think the worst inductor for her would be Jerry Goff. Because <laughs> he's one, because he's dead. <laughs> that'd be pretty rough. I just think I think that everyone. I feel like the the running theme is just literally like who did the worst stuff yeah. to them in their life. <laughs> sure, like, sure, sure. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Who who's worse, uh, <laughs> Terry Goffin rising from the sure. grave, or Ted Kaczynski? It's hard to you know. <laughs> um, all right. Next up, we've got Todd Rundgren. Mm. Um, and, it, you know, obviously, if, if you guys know Todd Rundgren's discography, and we were talking about it earlier, it gets weird. Todd sometimes raps. So I'm going to go ahead and, and I'm going to choose for oh, yeah. his worst song, uh, uh, a song from the album New World Order, which was an interactive album where you could choose how the it's album on goes. On a CD-ROM. Yeah, right. On a, on a CDI uh, or in your personal home computer. And I'm going to choose the song New World Order, which has the lyrics, peace breaks out in the battle of the sexes. We start to learn what the other one expects is. We stay away from what the other one rejects is and have respect for individual perspectives. <laughs> Honestly, that rips. It comes around at the end. <laughs> I was like, it comes around at the end. I thought I was like, how many times is can you use as, is at the end of the line? Right. 
And he probably. And it's all leading up. He, he yeah, gets away with what two. What kind of beat is underneath? Oh, this? it is very much. My name is Todd Rundgren, and I'm here to say. Like <laughs> okay. it is. That is what. I maybe my reading of it was a little bit better than yeah. the, the way the way Todd would do it. And in the back is like, you know, because it's like his weird. Is it like a? It's like a. Um, like an electronic beat then mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. like a um like a drum machine type it might be a little bit of both okay yeah i mean i will never listen to it that's understood uh as as we've seen do you have anything for todd yeah i think that just uh, kind of anything from the bossa nova album <laughs> sure the with a twist with a twist where all the songs are are done like he did like hello a Bobby Doobie Dop, it's me. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, maybe a Bossa Nova co- version of, of, New World of, Order? of New World Order. Yeah, so he really takes peace breaks out in the battle of the sexes. Yeah, I think that's that's a good yeah. combination. I, I just was shocked that he can get away with almost it. I just learning from Karen Glauber's episode is like that he can really get away with anything and his fans will still be like Yeah, they're on board. We're hanging in. They're mm-hmm. they've just they've signed on, they're club Todd for life and they're they're not going anywhere. Who do you have for the worst inductor for Todd Rundgren? Oh I I I don't have someone. Understood. I think because he's uh rapping um, I think the if we're talking about who's the worst rapper up there with Todd, I'm going to throw it to who I think are potentially worse rappers than Todd, and I'm referring to uh, the rappers behind the Super Bowl shuffle, the 1985 Chicago Bears. How dare you? So I said How the entire 1985. As a proud Chicagoan, I will not stand <laughs> for You got this Jim slander. McMahon there. You got William the Refrigerator Perry. Uh, yeah, I'm aware you of who was on the, the 1985 for Chicago the audience, Bears, I'm Joe. giving them some of... <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys, you're we down. Boston Some in the Boston front, folks. excited to hear the Chicago slander. And, of course, of course, they would rap the entire speech. Uh, oh, yeah. And do, I, and do like a little, you know, their little shuffle. I had a McGruff the Crime Dog raps uh, cassette tape that I found at a thrift store. I feel, I'm going to say McGruff the Crime Dog would rap. Okay, there you be, go. That's, that's who I choose That's as good. Todd's induc- worst inductor. <laughs> Okay, so next up, <laughs> are you have more to say? Well, I was just thinking about like because he's a cartoon. I'm like, so it's and it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's like when uh, Ted, the naughty teddy bear, gives an award at the Academy Awards. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Next up, well, let's, let's since we're talking about rapping, let's do Jay Z. Okay. I have the worst song he could do is Izzo, which is a good song mm-hmm. until wait a second, who's that coming onto the stage? It's Mike Shinoda, Brad Delson, Dave Farrell, Joe Hahn, and Rob Bowden, Linkin Park, and they, and they start to do In the End, and it's the mashup of Izzo In the End oh, from no. the number one collaborative album, Jay-Z and Linkin Park, Collision Course? Mm-mm. No, Pat. And then Jay-Z leaves the stage, and Linkin Park is there by themselves, and they <laughs> perform for hours, but it's only <laughs> Jimmy Buffett covers? So I'm going to say is the worst possible scenario. Uh, I forgot that that album existed, and oh, I yeah. and I try on often to forget that. I'm mad that you. There are mm-hmm. so many things that I'm angry <laughs> that I had to know about based, because yeah. of this podcast, or remember, be reminded of. Um, I said I just I hate skits on rap albums. Oh, he just does a bunch of skits, <laughs> and I think like the intro to American Gangster, which is like. Idris Elba what? talking, yeah, yeah. The for the intro to American Gangster is like Idris Elba and then like a woman and Jay Z and they're all talking about what it means to be a gangster. But Idris is speaking, he's like talking about what it means. Like he's like, yeah, old pounds and like blah blah blah. Like he's using the he's talking about the British version. Oh, so it's of, not uh, of like what it's like to be a gangster. It's not Stringer rather Bell, than a gangster. Yeah, yeah, it's like truly Idris, and it's in 2007. So I mean, mm. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. And then also all the skits on Reasonable Doubt where. There's like a fake Carlitos Way, Scarface type <laughs> thing like, happening. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah. So I think that um, full, ha- full skit set. Yeah, a full skit set. Nothing. Uh, no, yeah. no, just play the skits, if you will. <laughs> Shut up and play the. Shut skits. up and play the skits. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, who do you have as the worst inductor for Jay Z? Joe, you say yours, and then I'll pick mine after you. Okay, great. I said uh, former Grand Wizard of the KKK, David Duke. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty awful. First time David Duke's ever gotten applause, so y'all. Be careful. 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 Um, okay, uh, that's also what I had, which is wow. weird. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. I, I did also have that, which is a bizarre, um, just weird, great minds, I guess. All right, next up, uh, let's do the Go Go's. 
All right. So we've got some, got some major fans of the Go Go's. Uh, let's, uh, I, yeah, go ahead. You go first. No, you you go first, Joe. Come <laughs> on, first. Joe. Listen, I and you know, and it's been on the it's been on the record. The Go Go's are my favorite inductees this year. They're one of my favorite bands of all time. That. Being said, Uh-oh. <laughs> they recorded uh, some reunion tracks in 1994 for a compilation album uh, called Return of the Val- to the Valley of the Go-Go's. Yeah. And uh, there's a song called The Whole World Lost Its Head. And uh, is it also about is it about COVID? <laughs> this was it's from 1994, so oh, okay. that would have been really impressive. Um, is it about what uh, it's about? And this sometimes happens to rock acts. War? Rock acts who leave and then return and record a song. Often the songs are like, "What happened?" And it's like this world is crazy, and the world is crazy. But I don't know. Here I'm gonna. Here's a, a lyric as a sample. You can buy tomatoes that last 500 years. Claudia Schiffer's fiance made her disappear. What? I know. It, it doesn't is really it, is track. There a, is there a Claudia so, Schiffer Claudia like, Schiffer's murder fiance mystery podcast that I don't know about? David Copperfield. Oh, okay. So, like, this uh, did not age well. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of references to a very specific point in time. Also, we're just, like, in the height of, like, w- missing women yeah, murder right, podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think they knew how that the, would the, read in yeah. 2021. It would be like, yes, her fiancé made her d- disappear, and now we're on the case. <laughs> and we are going to figure out where she went. How could America's supermodel disappear, <laughs> you know? Like, right, yeah. Next next season on Serial. Exactly. She was a beautiful model. And so it, it's just because she was poof. dating. <laughs> she's dating David Copperfield, and that's. And that's, yeah. It's that's like, to the go goes like, <laughs> this world wild. got pretty different. Yeah. Um, Supermodels dating magicians? What'll they what? think of next? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's what. And also, I feel like if it's like tomatoes that last 500 years, that's great. We can feed people like without <laughs> spoilage, you know? Then, I don't know. Just that to me was. This uh, is this is an anti-GMO audience. Joe. Yeah, I, I get that. I you get lost that. them. They were like, I'm no, no, pro-GMO. no. <laughs> I need that tomato to rot. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was really stretching on this one. This was one of maybe my last uh, picks. I was out there giving it a shot, uh, and I was looking at the the. The album that they don't like very much, which is their last this, one, the, the, the second one, the sa- vacation. Uh, no, the the talk, talk show. show. The third third one, the yeah, third where album, they were kind of breaking right before up. they like as they were breaking up. And the last song on that is called Mercenary. And uh, and they, but it just says he says, "Have some mercy on me." Do you have to be such a mercenary? And I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. Like using mercy and mercenary just right together. Not it's a not inspired. It's an uninspired choice, and uh, it's you know the last song on what would be their last album for a so while. So there's something, yeah. So yeah, I don't think they should play it. it. Who's with me? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you have? Do you have anyone for the worst inductor? Joe, you go first. Okay, great. Listen, there's no logic here. Just for some reason, I feel like Mark Zuckerberg would be pretty bad. I feel like uh, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah, yeah, for really anybody. But I'm saying for the Go-Go's, it would be pretty disappointing to have old Marky Mark Zuck. I think um, I think uh, Big Frida, the um, queen of go-go and bounce music. Okay, uh, you think that would be bad? No, I think that, w- I, yeah, I think it would be bad. It would be weird. Okay, yeah, well, you wouldn't track, it wouldn't I track. Would, or wait, oh, wait, oh, what was that fraggle? Isn't there a fraggle named Go-Go? Sure. Or Gobo. <laughs> Gobo. All well, right. Let's do that, though. Let's Thank have Gobo. you for that. We'll have Gobo. Audience is really bailing us out. Thank you. Stuff Absolutely. Tonight. We'll but have yeah. Gobo. We'll Gobo have the Fraggle. Gobo the Fraggle. Yeah. Inducting the Go-Go's. The Go-Go's. Gobo for the Go-Go. It it's a Gobo awesome. for the Go-Go's. And a little bit awesome, but it definitely would get a collective what's it, it, happening. Yeah. <laughs> what is, okay. Next up, let's do LL Cool J. Great. Do you want to share with the class? Yeah. Well, I'm mad because I didn't know this existed until we did our LL, our we did a recent episode. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, I didn't know about the song "Accidental Racist." Does that does everyone here know about the song "Accidental Racist"? If you don't, is, I'm sorry. I have to tell you. Unfortunate collaboration with Brad Paisley in the year 2013. It's a. So I listened to the whole thing. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, I did. For, I forwarded through the middle. I yeah. couldn't make you get it to through. The LL parts. I couldn't make it through the chorus twice. But uh, it is about a man who he didn't realize that you know the the 
Confederate flag was so loaded. Um, right. 2013. He, just, he didn't know. And yeah. uh, he's, you know, he just, he just wants you to see his Southern pride and not think he's racist, man. He's like, he didn't understand. the But LL really does like the the most damage on this right. song. Yeah. His verses are his verse is really upsetting, but then even worse is like there's in the end basically the uh, like Brad Paisley's like don't judge me for my um you know, you know, don't judge me for my shirt and like, you know, look at the man inside and LL is like uh if you don't judge my gold chains, I'll forget the iron chains. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Which is like also like very, very bad equivalence. No, as that's well. really, yeah, that's like, lopsided. Don't judge that's me lopsided. for the jewelry I'm wearing and I'll forget hundreds of years of oppression. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Okay. Don't. And do then that. the last thing he said, one of the last things he says on the song is R.I.P. Robert E. Lee, but I gotta thank Abraham Lincoln for freeing me. Know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, it's upsetting. That's, yeah. It shouldn't exist. It was out there. I don't know if it got played on the radio, but people know about this. They song. do because it's a, it's very embarrassing. It's brutal. And like, yeah. The it's, oh yeah. So that if it's your choice. If that's they a good got choice out there the and got into that, I'd be pretty. I'd be pretty. Yeah. So I was looking up LL Cool J songs, and I noticed he has a track called "Bartender Please." And I found the lyrics, and they were very, very mm-hmm. dumb. They are, uh, and I was reading them, and it was like, "Bartender, please fill my glass for me with the wine you gave Jesus that set him free." And I was like, "This sucks. <laughs> this is like, I can't believe LL Cool J would do a song like, like this is so out of character, like Jesus." And then I realized I was looking at the lyrics of a Dave Matthews band song called "Bartender." <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to say, worst possible scenario, he plays that song and brings Dave Matthews out, and they duet on it. And then Dave just gets backdoor inducted right then and there. Right, yeah. They're like, well, while you're here, why did you get in? And, I and, did, the, and the fan vote, it finally means something. Yeah, and then the fan vote is finally meaningful. And then I just said, yeah, worst inductor, uh, Dave Matthews, and while he's there, he inducts himself. <laughs> and he's just like, I have the power, and I'm doing it. And I think worst inductor is going to be Robert E. Lee for, <laughs> for, for LL. Yeah, I, I think, think you're right. I think he you're gave right. him the RIP. I mean, literally, <laughs> what, why, who, how? Like, this song, I, I was, I, I really... I really, <laughs> it is so upsetting yeah. that this song exists and that there hasn't been like an apology track about it. Yeah, right. You know, like. Accidental, accidental racism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really, oh. And it's it's current LL Cool J uh, apologizing with former LL Cool J. It's Ooh. two different eras LL Cool J. And no, no Paisley involved. Me against the music, you know. Hey, there you go. <laughs> okay. That's exactly it. All right, let's do, uh, let's do the Foo Fighters next. Oh, okay. So uh, there is a song off of their EP from 2015, St. Cecilia, and it's called Neverending Sigh. And in this scenario, I see them being confused, and they forget they have a song called Neverending Sigh, and instead they just sigh forever. <laughs> <laughs> and it just keeps going on. And people are like, what's happening? And then everyone leaves the stage, and then they stay, and they die there. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a loop of me finding out they're being inducted. Yes, right. That like, is the real never-ending sigh. <sighs> 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 uh, uh, um, you know I got to go easy sleazy. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, not not technically a Foo Fighters song, but a Dave Grohl Mick Jagger Dave collaboration. Dave Grohl Mick Jagger collaboration that I didn't know about, and that was brought to me by our show for some reason. Yeah, uh, yeah, and you know the the we have discussed the lyrics of this song before, but, there, but you can never but you can never get repeat tired these. With. It's just it, they it was Mick Jagger and Dave Grohl getting together to make a COVID anthem over Zoom. Over Zoom. <laughs> the song was re- recorded over Zoom. And don't worry, they talk about it. Zoom comes uh, up. They Zoom don't. Comes up. They let you know. So that's a pretty mask, but never take a chance. TikTok stupid dance, took a samba class. Yeah, I landed on my ass. Trying to write a tune, you better hook me up to Zoom. See my Ponzi books, teach myself to cook. 
way too much TV, it's lobotomizing me. Yeah, I think I put on weight. I'll have another drink, then I'll clean the kitchen sink. And that's not even the uh, lyrics that's like, give me the vaccine, Bill Gates is in my bloodstream, <laughs> which is, it gets worse and worse. I just don't it's want, bad. I don't want to imagine that Mick Jagger has a boring COVID life. Like, it's a bummer to me to imagine him His assistant taking this, a right? Zumba, <laughs> taking a Samba class and like, you know, cleaning the sink. I, I don't want to imagine that. I stars no. stars are not just like us. No, that's it's upsetting. Not only do I think his assistant wrote wrote it, I think like a month ago his assistant told him that COVID existed. Like I think Mick Jagger just lives in a world completely on his own, never has to I also want you to know that I did I don't I don't have an internet in here, but uh I did look up the YouTube comments on this <laughs> music video and they are all positive. Duh. They are they are 100% like this song rules two legends in their prime <laughs> Dave Grohl rocks Rock this is, is the best rock is back or totally me I feel this song <laughs> like very much like it me vibes on the on the comments here people really enjoying it and you know what I'm not them I am no. just I am not them and that is that is that do you want me to do my worst inductor? Yes. Do you want to do your? I want because okay. you, you forgot to yeah, do this part. Yeah. It, I think it's becoming clear. Uh, um, uh, no, I just want to hear what you have to say <coughs> first to make sure we don't say the same one like sure. David Duke again. Right. Anyway, Dave Grohl came up in the Washington D.C. scene, so I think it would only be fitting for another D.C. favorite, uh, Kirsten Cinema. Have <laughs> Kirsten Cinema. Yikes. Come up. Do what? a curtsy. Thumbs down. And that's, that's them. Being, <laughs> and that's, and it, she's pressing a big button that says induct. So she, so she comes up, curtsies, and then they're inducted. Um, DC yeah. style. DC style. Yeah, I, um, I think like they are being inducted by Sir Paul McCartney. Correct. 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 Uh, Absolutely. Which is Sir wow. Paul. I know. Like he's going to be in the building tomorrow. Yeah, it's happening. I am very excited. Mm -hmm. I'm, Joe sent me a, a thing that said that Jay-Z and Beyonce are supposed to be there tomorrow, like that was breaking yeah. music. Leaving that, that happened after we recorded our last episode. And so... And I, and I, listen, I did sneakily edit out some, oh, you some moments of you being like, Jay-Z's not going to be there. It's not happening. Because There's I no have way. such low expectations. I have low hopes. I have been burned so many times. I have learned not to trust. My trust has been broken. Uh, but he sent me that article saying that they were going to be there, and I was like, is this a prank? So right, I thought yeah. that already the, the prank had gotten out. It is the season. Uh, but, I, you know, they're getting inducted by, by McCartney, so I feel like the worst person to induct them would be Ringo. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess if you're expecting Paul. I yeah. know. I could give a little, I could throw a little shade at Ringo. It's Why all in not? good fun. Why not? <laughs> no autographs. Don't do, do you guys know the video? I was like. He's like. I, He's like, it's a Ringo impression you've been sitting uh, on this whole time. <laughs> As of now, there will no longer be autographs if you're sending and looking for autographs. You know, and I also am holding Who up a peace sign. Holding is up this a peace Ringo? Sign. Are you hearing this? Does this sounding Ringo to you? That's okay, not good. bad. All right. But he just had to make a video to be like, please stop sending me you know, pictures there, and records better. to do autographs. I'm not doing autographs anymore. Peace and love, peace and love, no more autographs. <laughs> It's like, all right, people are, oh, wow, I hear a smattering of applause. It sounds like it's building. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Peace he... and love, peace and love, no more autographs. It's not bad. Okay. People kind of love it. All right, keep it up. All right, we've got, we've got one more uh, inductee to. Simply, uh, simply the best of all simply the, the best. inductees. So. Uh, do you want to do your song first? Oh, sure. Um, I think uh, It's Only Love by Brian Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just very mad that he's part of her tribute. That Brian Adams weaseled his way. Uh, he weaseled his way into a Tina Turner tribute. And I'm just like, for why and for how? And I think the answer is John Sykes is what yeah, is the Yeah, uh, John suspicion? Sykes and Brian Adams are tight. Uh, uh, and so we're going to be seeing a lot of Brian Adams at these uh, induction He's going to be the new, who's the Jay Giles guy? Peter Wolf. Peter Wolf. Peter Wolf. He's going to be the new Peter Wolf. Yeah, new Gary Clark Jr. He's going to be around. A new Dave Grohl. Oh. Brian Adams. Do you think Brian's going to get in the hall? What do you think Brian's I, chances I are? I would have said no, but 
knowing he might wind up on the ballot though with old Sykesy. Uh, they're tight. I'm just they're like boys. What? What? On? On? What? I guess. But you know what's interesting? Summer of '69. Yeah, he, he had a good amount of hits, but it's it, you compare to me. It's like I feel like if he had done a band like Bon Jovi, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's very lateral in terms of like the yeah. quality of those songs and the amount. But just like I, I think with a with a band, they were able to foster a, a following. Yeah. Just my own wacky theories that the people come back what for. Was his, what uh, was his big ballad? His, like, big ballad, 90s ballad? Oh, there's a few. Baby, you're all that I, I want. No, heaven, but... What? Everything I do, I do yeah. it for you. Thank you. And then he also That's did the all, all for Love. He did All for Love with Sting, Sting and, Sting and the Boys. Yeah, Sting and the Boys. <laughs> with Sting and the Boys in tights. Yeah. And, I mean, he had a lot. He cuts like a knife. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. No, but he had a lot of hits. He's, I do not think that Brian Adams sucks. I do not. I mean, I, I don't just, think he rocks. <laughs> uh, but I don't. Talk, let's I, talk, talk to I, me after the show. I tomorrow. just want him. I just don't want him in the Tina Turner tribute. Just that's not my. Understood. That's not my dream. Yeah. That's my dream involves only Beyonce. I think I've said it yeah. many times. I would like for her to do the tribute. If she's in the building and she happens to hop on up onto the stage, just do a little something. I don't know. She's don't not, I've lowered my expectations. The fact that she's going to be in the building ostensibly, if this isn't a prank, then right. that's enough for me. So for uh, my choice for the worst Tina song, you know, she's known for her amazing covers. What, her Probably the biggest cover song she ever did was Proud Mary, which was a CCR song written by John Fogarty. So I'm going to say she does a cover of a different John Fogarty song, Centerfield. <laughs> Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Now, here's the thing. I think she would be great at it. She really would. Uh, but imagine so this, her like growl yeah, on that. Yeah, she would like elevate that song because she can do wonders with any song. But in this scenario, she also still lives in Switzerland and does not want to leave her home. So doing the tribute, playing center field in tribute of Tina Turner is going to be the Vanga Boys. <laughs> the Vanga Bus is coming, Kristen. <laughs> To the ballpark? Yeah, I'm not on board. <laughs> the Vega bus is coming, and I'm, I'm just hanging at the bus yeah. stop. I'm not getting on. Um, and I have as the worst inductor because of the baseball theme that I've set up. And <laughs> we're in Cleveland. I'm going to say the worst Tina Turner inductor is going to be former Cleveland Indian and enemy to human decency, John Rocker. <laughs> and that does not rock. No, no. Uh, I think the worst inductee for Tina would also be Brian Adams. I just I have to find somebody new to pick on now that the food now that I've used all my food material. Yeah, I know it's gonna be done. You know, it's, it's gonna over. be we're closing the book, the food book. And that's okay. It's they're okay. gonna. I know that they're gonna rock. They're gonna do a great You're job. Gonna great. I'm gonna, gonna be. I'm going to be into it. I'm not, you don't even have to convert me. Like, I like them. Yeah, you're ready. I just. Saying just, yeah, just, take me. Just put me in, coach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm ready to like the Foo Fighters. I'm ready to love again. Let's go. So that is the worst possible scenario for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony. Thank you. Um, <laughs> When we'll see. Some of it's going to come true. Some of it will come true. <laughs> I, I Brian Adams you. will be on stage for sure. Can... <laughs> now, uh, usually we don't do this show, just the two of us. Usually we, have... <laughs> usually we don't do the show. <laughs> we let the robots do it. Um, no, but it's usually not just the two of us. Mm-mm. Usually we have a special guest. And uh, I'm really excited to announce uh, our special guest, who has been so nice sitting here on stage with us, not saying anything during that whole you know, almost an hour of us talking. I'm so excited to uh, welcome such a, this is such a get, uh, a, a member of the, not the nominating committee and someone who, you know, deals with a thing we haven't even talked about this site, this cycle, this induction cycle, I'm talking about the singles category, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for, from the E Street band, little Steven Van Zant. Let's put it together. Joe Quazala. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Wow, okay, wow, that's so cool. Wow, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's gonna be this, this so it's so cool. This is what a yeah, all you cats and chicks out there. It's real cool. Yeah, baby, this, 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 I'm I'm in, 
can't. You got cool hilarities. Okay. That's the. Uh, wow. Right. Hey, well, hey. Stephen, I'm surprised to see you here. Yeah, you know, the way <laughs> the way the inductions work, you know, they call me up, John Landau and Bruce Springsteen. They're like, hey, you know, come on by. It's going to be cool. And, you know, you got to do your singles category. Everybody loves it. Wow. Interesting, little Steven. Yeah. So, so the way, let's just review the way the singles categories work. Debuted in 2018. Surprise. You inducted some people. Yeah, you know, they're like a jukebox. You know, you do like a jukebox of the greatest song in rock and roll history. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Um, and then, if I recall correctly, you did it again in 2019, but it didn't make the broadcast it, uh, for yeah, HBO. What, what happened there? Yeah, you know, they well, thought it was too rock and roll. <laughs> They just thought, you know, and, you know, I get it, but, you know, it didn't make the broadcast, but I did it again, technically, in 2020. Oh, that's right. They did technically do it in 2020. Did so they? It, it went from being in the broadcast to not making the broadcast to just being a list on the website. Kind of feels like the singles category is going away, little Steven. Nah, no way. You know, there's only, like, what? 25 inductees this year, so feels like there should be time for me to get up on stage and, you know, induct some uh, some singles from the best best rock and roll singles of all time. Yeah, 60s, 45s. So, I mean, do you want to know what the what singles are? Oh, my gosh. I'll give you well, guys well, a sneak yeah. peek. Wow, I can't what, believe uh, that we have you here. This well, is access. I mean, this first of all, well, Stephen, uh, I'm shocked and amazed to see you here before me on this stage. Uh, you look incredible. You look great, you know, and I, you know, some people will say, button up your shirt so it's not like seven buttons unbuttoned, but I think, well, the way you're doing it, you're rocking it, little Yeah, Steven. and some people will say, like, what a commitment to uh, a, a hair, a hair, a, hat, a, a, a covering a, choice. A, cov a head covering. What always a, a, yeah, always a bandana, but that's, mm -hmm. we like that, little Steven. We oh, love thanks. It. Yeah, you know, I got a million of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Stephen, are you going to tell us who's, oh, who's okay, in the yeah. singles so, category right. this so, year? So we've got a number of, of some of the best songs ever written in the singles category this year. Um, so first up, we got a garage rock staple that any respectable bar band will have in their repertoire. Released in 1965, it's the classic She's My Little Susie Shithead by, Lo <laughs> by Long Island favorites The Crumbs. And, of course, the Crumbs would go on to found a little company called Enron. <laughs> and the rest is rock and roll history. Wow. Wow. We did not have that. Yeah, we well, didn't it was, have she's, that. My, that she's my little Susie shithead. Interesting. All. Okay. From 1965 by the Crumbs. Okay. Also, you know what? And they they needed this, you know, yeah, to become relevant again. Yeah, some visibility for the Crumbs, you know. Not just they Long were, Island. Yeah, they were, well, they were sick of subsisting on Crumbs. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's, we're tired of the loaf. Give us the crumbs, Give us baby. The crumbs. All right. Well, little Stephen, there's more, right? <laughs> oh, of course, there's more. Next, we have the first top ten pop hit written and performed by a three-year-old boy, backed by Long Island favorites, the Crumbs. <laughs> it's 1965. I'm scared of what's in the closet. By Tiny Tubby Teddy. Tiny Tubby Teddy would later change his name to slightly taller, lost some baby weight Theodore and scored a minor hit with Milk Money before falling into a giant hole. Oh, that's a, that's a tragedy. That's tragic. I'm glad, that, I'm glad he's finally getting the recognition that he I deserves know, as well. I know. And also, more crumbs for the crumbs. Yeah, wow. really. I mean, you wanted it and you got it, and that was great. Yeah, maybe we can, and maybe this will... I mean, the the thing is, and correct me if, if I'm wrong, little Steven, but we he fell into a hole. We don't know where he is. Could this bring him out of the hole? Wow. I, I mean, who's to say, but, you know, little tiny Tubby Teddy is just one of the all-time greats. <laughs> one of the all-time. Okay, next up is one of the finest girl groups to have all male members. Mm. <laughs> I'm, of course, talking about the Corvettes. Featuring Donnie DiMartonioni, Vinnie Cucciatore, Bobby Stanzioni, and Johnny Amaretto. Four Irish guys from Boston. <laughs> Together they made beautiful harmonies, and nowhere was it ever more present than on their 1965 hit, Too Late for Sunday Dinner, which was the first song to feature mashed potatoes as an instrument. Oh. 
You know what? I think I've heard that one. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. You know? And that that would be, of all of these, that's the one I'm the most familiar with. Right, I'm yeah. Big, well, you it's know, historic. The mashed potatoes as an instrument, like, you see that on, you know, Yeah, you think of it as a dance, but it's also an instrument. Yeah, and, and that's important. And a that dinner. Broke, broke down some doors. It's a triple threat. It's a triple threat. We call mashed potatoes a triple threat because... <laughs> of the music it's a, industry. It's a dance... It's a instrument, mm -hmm. and it is a, a dinner. It is. It is, it is a side a dinner. at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, little Stephen, that's really exciting. There are there more. Oh, you better believe there's more. Oh no, little Stephen, how many are there? Oh, there's gonna there's gonna be quite a few. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that takes us to the the great call and response games of 1965, baby. <laughs> So, what a year for music. <laughs> yeah, it's a, we're getting a lot of 1965. Have they only been 1965, little Steven? What can I say? <laughs> so they call out red, and the audience yells back, truck. I'm, of course, referring to Rico and Chico, and their tribute to the special little crimson vehicles, red truck. Famously, the duo would bust out toy trucks on stage and play around with them to the delight of the audience. But the playing took over the music, and eventually the live shows just consisted of Rico and Chico rolling around on the ground playing with the toys for two and a half hours. How old were Rico and Chico, little Steven? Rico and Chico were both 95 years young. <laughs> wow, 95, okay. Okay, wow, hey. That's Legends. Yeah, and you know what? Get some more. Get some. We need more seniors in the hall. So. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> we really. That's the opposite of what we need. Is there? Is there any more? Any more? Little Steven? There's one left. Whoa. There's one left. It's gonna be Twist and Shout by the Osley Brothers <laughs> for a second time. A band that's already in, and a song that's also already in the singles category. Wow. Wow, little Steven. Okay. So is that it? It sure is. Goodbye. Oh, wait, Lil Steven. Wait, okay, Lil wait, Steven, you dropped back. something. <gasps> oh, I guess maybe we'll try to give it to him tomorrow at the ceremony. What is that? It's a bandana. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, his head. Lil <laughs> Steven. <laughs> no. What is that? Oh, Holy gosh. Holy shit. His brain's exposed. I really, I was not expecting that. No, Whoa. oh my God. He's okay. I, I think that was holding his brain in, brains in together because he's wobbling away from the stage. Oh he's, no. He seems to be losing some sort of cognitive function. Little Steven, no. Little oh. Steven, no, no. No. Don't eat that. Little mm -hmm. Steven, that's, par those are, that's parts of your brain. Don't eat that. Don't, okay, he's eating it and he has passed out. Well. And he is disappearing? He's vanishing. Okay, he's vanishing. Okay, oh, that was actually keeping his corporeal um, existence like, like on Star this plane. Wars, yeah. Okay, wow. And wow. The bandana held a lot of magic that we didn't know about. I kind of want to put on the bandana. Joe? I don't know what's happening. Oh my Joe! God! Holy shit! Oh no. I'm getting stronger. <laughs> and shorter. Wait a second. And hairier. And your, uh, your, your shirt is busting open. I'm changing. <laughs> <laughs> Something's happening to me. No. Oh my god! Oh god! I ripped it off. I ripped Thank off the bandana. God. That was really scary. Whew, that was I almost, uh, for a moment there, became something bigger than all of us, and yet very little. Whoa. Let's give it up for little Stephen. Let's Van give it up Zandt, for everybody. little Stephen Van Zant. Helping us out. Wow! I can't believe that you kept that booking from me this whole time. It was really hard. It was very difficult. And the fact because he kept that asking, nobody... asking about you, and I was like, I can't tell her. Yeah, he was like, keep well, a secret. You know, we're close. Uh, yeah. The fact that also that nobody noticed him, like I know, because like room. I said, he was on stage. Yeah. We have a, we have a piano on stage, and he was facing the piano, and yeah. I think maybe people thought it was a dummy. That makes sense. That and makes I get sense. that. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> I think that's just gonna about uh, do it. We've we've covered uh, what the worst thing that could happen. We played a little game, Todd versus Todd, and we had a very special guest. Wow! Um, and if you're cool uh, after the show, I'll tell you who canceled. Um, so <laughs> but uh, I hope you guys had a good time. This was so much fun, and uh, you know what? This, the, I, well, I'll say, yeah, applaud if you uh, like. Yeah, sure. And it would not be the end of an episode if I didn't ask <gasps> oh. you. Yeah, anything to plug? <laughs> Me? Uh, oh God, no, I'm not. I'm uh, no, my ears uh, tomorrow during Brian Adams. <laughs> 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 Just had to sneak Damn, one more in. It. Had to sneak one more. Well, in. guess what? 
our listeners know you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at rockallpod. Rockallpod at gmail.com is the email. If you want to email us and you want Kristen to see it, you need to designate that somewhere in your message. Otherwise, I'm not forwarding it. She doesn't want to see it. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us. What do you got to do if you want to rate and review us? Five stars only, Five baby. Five stars only. This side of the crowd got it. Um, I've been trying to turn toward them, too. Really. Right. Sorry, we'll, we'll, I apologize. We'll do the plugs, this. and I'll do, I'll do it over here. Um, <laughs> five stars only. Uh, if you Even if you think we're a solid four, give us five stars, because it would be rude uh, to do otherwise. It would not help our podcast to grow. We want to grow, so maybe uh, we can actually get little Steven. We will just make sure he can't access this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to thank... Mike Lloyd for the logo, Yusu Kim for the music. I want to thank the website futurerocklegends.com for making sure that this possible. Uh, I want to thank Hilarities here for being so kind and cool, letting us yeah. do a live show here. We want to thank all of you for coming out tonight. Um, we want to thank Pantheon Podcast for hosting us. I'm Joe Kuzawa. I'm Kristen Studdard. And who cares about the Rock Hall? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.